Broadcasting from the wine country in California, this is the Kick-Ass Relationship Show, where intimate secrets and modern advice for couples is shared to elevate your relationship to live sexier, happier, and have way more fun. We believe success in life is better when mixed with excitement and love. And now, here's your kick-ass relationship coach and best-selling author, Midori Verity. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. I am very excited about this show because I just met our guest, and she is so knowledgeable and so fabulous, and she is going to be helping us in so many ways. So if you are someone who is over 40 years old, like I am, and the weight just seems to be glued to you, no matter what you do, the exercise, the dieting, everything else, it just doesn't come off. And it's almost like, at least I feel like, the fat that's on me is inviting its friends to come on and stick to me. And it's just disgusting. And then my energy level, my memory, just overall, the inner sexiness factor, all of that seems to be not quite where it used to be. But the good news is my guest today, she is a nutrition and hormone expert who has all, all the incredible solutions for this unfair phenomenon. So we'll be talking to her in just a second. And we are starting off with my three minutes to thrive. And as promised last week, the theme, the tip of today is how to be the director of your movie to redesign your life. This is such a cool technique that I learned a few years ago to really step into your greatness and step into that which you want to live and how you want your new lifestyle to be. So let's let's get started. How this works is you want to create your vision of where you want to be, what's your lifestyle going to be, what your goals are, uh, what you look like, whatever it is. You know, do you want to be in a new home? Do you want to be in a new career? Do you see yourself with a new boyfriend or a new husband or a new wife? Whatever it is. Not, okay, hold on a second. Not that you should leave the one that you're with right now, but I'm just saying in general, you happen to be single. So anyway, you know, what your big fat vision is, and we talk about vision quite a bit and goals. But then the next step is to pretend and visualize yourself in a movie theater, your favorite movie theater, and make it as real as possible. So you wanna have the scent of popcorn. You wanna hear the sounds of people walking in and moving their chairs to sit down, and the, the lighting in the room. What's it look like? It's a little bit dim, but maybe people can first walk in. So get it as clear. Try to engage all your senses as much as possible. And then sit back with your popcorn or your soda or your candy, your, your Twizzlers, whatever it may be, and then pretend like you see the movie, the giant movie screen, and it's the movie of the life that you want. It's you up on that screen. It's you accomplishing whatever it is that you have dreamed up, your big, fat goals, your big, fat dreams. Um, for those of you who are working with me as a couple, what you two have come up together with. So visualize that on the screen and again, make it as clear as possible. What are you wearing? Where are you? What's it look like around you? What are the smells around you? So make it as clear as you can and take your time. But then this is the key. The next step is visualize yourself getting up from your chair and walking up to the movie screen and actually stepping into it. 
You're stepping into that life. Visualize yourself being able to do that. And that becomes who you are. Makes sense? This is a really cool technique. I hope you got some notes. If not, you can come back and listen to this again. But it really works and it's a great way to make it into a reality. So anyway, without further ado, we are going to bring on our guest, Miss Nikki Williams. Let me tell you a little bit about Nikki Williams. She is a qualified nutritional therapist. She's also an author, a speaker, and founder of Happy Hormones for Life. I mean, how great is that? Helping women over 40 to get back to their absolute best, feeling slimmer, more energized, more productive, and in full control of their hormones. She's recently published her first book. And the title is, It's Not You, It's Your Hormones. That's what I'm going to tell my husband when I go home. I mean, we're on vacation right now. But when I get home from my, from my traveling, I'm going to tell him, it's not me, it's my hormones. But it's the essential guide for women over 40 to fight fatigue, fat, and hormone havoc. So welcome to the show, Nikki. Hey, Midori. How are you? I am doing great. I'm so glad to have you on the show. And just so you all know, I, Nikki and I just ended a mastermind um, where we, we got to meet in person and we were talking about the show. And I, I, as the more I got to know her, the more I realized, wow, she really is a true genius. And I was so excited to bring her on and, and share some of the things that she was sharing with me. So you guys are in for a big treat. And I hope you have your notebook and your pen or pencil ready. So Nikki, tell us first, tell us a little bit about what got you into this? What, why did you even get interested in this whole concept of hormones and um and what it does to us yeah and and um yeah it's it's it it was in my early 40s actually i'm i'm you know i'm i know a lot about hormones now but it definitely hasn't been like that for most of my life i was a quite um a chubby we say in england <laughs> overweight <laughs> child and and you know weight has been a had been a big thing for me throughout my life the sort of yo-yo dieting thing you know eating rubbish and then you know balancing it out with a fad diet crazy diet and that had always worked for me i got to my 40s and just things just changed almost overnight it felt like it was overnight so i had a busy job i had two young children and life for me was a was just had just turned into this huge struggle. So I felt exhausted all the time. I was juggling, you know, when you're juggling your family and your work and your friends and your social life and you're looking after the house and getting everybody fed and all of those things that we have to do and looking okay, you know, <laughs> day to day. It's maddening. It's just exhausting talking about it, isn't it? And you know, it's just yeah. such a struggle. And and I didn't realize, I didn't understand why I was struggling so much because, okay, my friends were kind of tired and stuff, but I had, I had weight that I couldn't shift and it was sitting right around my belly. I had this big tire around my belly. And, and before I used to always, you know, go on a crash diet and it would disappear. This time, nothing was moving. It was just, just there forever. <laughs> and I was really, it was really frustrating because that takes away your confidence and then you feel sluggish and you've got no energy and my, my brain was really foggy. I couldn't think straight. So, you know, you, you, my work was suffering and then my relationships are suffering because I was so grumpy and irritable and snappy and everyone around me was feeling the effects of that. So I didn't know what was going on. I was really tired and I, I put up with it for ages and I, uh, it was only actually one 
one night in, uh, I remember this so clearly, I was, I'd come home from work, I'd got a big report to do for the next day and my boss had given me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm like, I just fed the kids, I was washing up. I'm going, when am I going to do this thing? And then my daughter, who was seven at the time, she came running in to show me a a drawing she'd done at school of a giraffe and she knew that was my favorite animal. And she was, mommy, mommy, I've done this drawing. You should see it. And I turned around and I was like, not now, Sasha, and shouted at her for absolutely no reason. She, and she, her face, it was just a picture. She just, you know, her, her eyes screwed up. She growled at me and she, she shouted back at me, mommy, why are you always so grumpy? And that's when I, I that was really, you know, the, the moment it was a stab in my heart. And, and I, realized that I'd become this hugely grumpy mum and that's not what I'd had kids for. I wanted to be a joyful mum, a, a nice fun mum, you know, and I, all the fun had gone out of my life and I, and I thought, this is, this is crazy, this is not who I want to be. And then I, so I went to my doctor and that's what most people do, they go to the doctor and he just sat, I literally, I don't know about here, but in the UK we have about eight minute appointments. It took me the whole eight minutes to, to reel off everything I was going through. And he little, he didn't even look up, he was just tapping away at the computer, gave me a prescription and said, you, you need this. And I looked down and it said Prozac. And I didn't know what that was, I looked it up and I thought, hang on a minute, hang on, I'm not, I, you know, I didn't feel depressed. I knew I had a lot going on, but I knew that that wasn't the route for me and I'm not knocking them. They, they have their place, antidepressants, they, they're great for a lot of women. But for me, I knew that wasn't the route I had to take. So um, I, I'm just so lucky that I have a, a father who's a, a natural health doctor. Now, most people would say to me, well, why the hell didn't you ask him before? But you know, <laughs> he's my dad, you know, he's my, yeah, my, my totally last resort. And I didn't really yeah. want to tell him that, you know, about my 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 symptoms and how unhappy I was but I did because that was my only option then and I knew he would he might be able to help so he just said hey Nikki it's your hormones and I went hey I'm 42 what are you talking about and he goes yeah it's the it's the perimenopause and this is the first time I'd heard that expression and I had no idea what it meant and he said he, he just explained that that your hormones start changing around the age of 35 and I said wow really what how, how do we not know this and you know and then he told me the symptoms that come along with that and the whole period running up to, to menopause, which is the average age is 51, 52. And that's what potentially 17 years of problems. And I was blown away by this. I said, well, we don't, I don't know this. My friends don't know this. Most women probably don't know that it starts that early. Um, and what do we do about it? So he, he told me some changes to my diet, some things that I was doing that wasn't serving my hormones and supporting them, some things that I was eating that I thought was healthy and, and wasn't or wasn't necessarily healthy for my hormones because things change, you know, the, the old diets, they don't work, they weren't working anymore. And there's a reason for that because our bodies are changing and our hormones are changing. So I, I did a few of the right things and the results were very, very quick. So I, I started losing the, the tire, the brain fog lifted. I was nicer to be around and, and just got my energy back. So all of those things, I was like, wow, you know, I haven't really done that much, a few tweaks here and there, but this is really powerful stuff. And that's when I realized that you know, everybody needs to know this stuff. Uh, we, we women, we don't know what, we don't understand what's happening to our bodies and we don't know what to do about feeling like this. We, we often just put up with it as like a part of getting older or we go to doctors and we don't really get um, necessarily the right help. So that's when I kind of thought, we, I, I went back to college, I retrained and, and made it my mission to get this message out in a big way. Wow. So that's, I didn't know it lasted that long either, but I do know 
yeah, the way that I used to diet was starving because it was easier for me not to eat than to eat just a little bit. Mm. But now I can't do that. I start getting dizzy and it just, I can tell that there's been some kind of big shift. And for you to say that you always had weight problems, you're, I just met you in person. We were together for three days and you seem very fit. You seem, you know, I'm surprised to hear you say that you had a weight problem because you don't come across as a person who, you clearly don't have one at least in the last three days. <laughs> you didn't yeah. have one. Fantastic. Despite all the food we ate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so whatever you're doing, I can say in person that that it it, it does work. You're the real deal. So Thank talk you. a little bit about hormone replacement therapy. I know my mom was taking those pills um, that they said were horse hormones or I don't remember. Somehow they were tied in with that progesterone. So talk to us a little, about, a little bit about what we should know about hormone replacement therapy. Yeah, I mean, this is a really big topic. So I'll try and sort of compress what I, my opinion. And also I'm not a doctor, so I'm, I'm not going to, you know, talk about it. Yeah, just going to give us a little Yeah, but what I try and do, HRT has its place for me. It has its place because, you know, when women are really, really struggling, but, and that's the only option for them, you know, I'm not going to say don't take it. It's, you know, there's, a, there's definitely a place and it helps an awful lot of women to get by. The thing is that um, for me, if you don't have your foundations in place, so if you're not eating right for your hormones, if you're not managing your stress, if you haven't got the right environment where you're minimizing exposure to hormone disrupting chemicals, if you're not exercising right, and that's often less rather than more, um, and you're not taking the right supplements for your hormones, all of those things have make make a huge difference. So I can get a woman to kind of, you know, most women will put those foundations in place and their hormones will, will be balanced and they won't need HRT, right? There are right. some women that will get maybe 90% of the way there and they may need that hormone replacement because they have genetically, they're genetically susceptible to bone loss, you know, so they're more at risk of osteoporosis or they've got heart conditions in their family or um, they may have a history of cancer in the family or something like that where the hormones are, are more important. Than, than, than the average woman, okay? So in those situations, I would say, yeah, go get some advice on HRT. So, and th the thing is with HRT is there are two types. And um, in the US, you, you, you guys probably know more about um, the bioidentical types of hormones, which are the nat more natural type of HRT than, than we do in the UK. It's very, very um, rare in the UK. So we're, we're just getting more of it now. But um, there's a difference between the two. One's synthetic and one's uh, molecularly identical to our own hormones. So they have a different effect in the body. So it's, you know, there's, there's, there's not enough research yet on the bioidenticals, but there are a lot of there's a lot of anecdotal research that says that then they, they don't have as many side effects and they don't seem to have as many longer term risks. So they are the ones to go for if um, if you need it, if you need yeah. it, you know. That's but most people get a massive results just getting those fundamentals in place. And, and the very much the biggest one is the hardest one to get in place is the stress part because you know we can get. We can do the, you know, over here as well, you guys are so good at doing the healthy diets. Um, you're, you're exercising, you know, maybe too much, but, you know, you're, you're moving a lot more. You have more of an outdoor lifestyle. Um, the environmental uh, thing is a big one, um, but the most important one is stress. And if you, if you okay. haven't got that piece under control, 
that that cortisol is your stress hormone that will just knock out all your other hormones so you can be on the best diet in the world you're exercising doing all the right things and if you haven't got your stress under control your hormones are going to be haywire they're just going to go all over the place and you'll have a much rough bumpier ride through perimenopause and beyond okay well that's really good to know and so everyone i want you to keep that in mind the fitness part and the stress and everything else because we are going to come back Back in just two minutes, less than two minutes, and we are going to get into tips from Nikki on how we can, specific tips on how we can gain control, such as our diet, and she talked about exercise, but not doing too much, and so that has, that piqued my interest, because I am very interested in that, so anyway, stay with us, we will be right back. Hey! This is me, Dory, and I want to express how grateful I am for you joining me on my show. And for this, I have a very special gift for you that I am super excited to tell you about. It's a tool, and it's a tool that I have for those of you who are in a relationship and maybe feeling frustration and anxiety revolving around this partnership, like all of us do at some point, right? But it doesn't have to stay this way. The tool I'm talking about is my Energized Relationship Quiz. All you do is you simply answer six super simple questions, enter your email, and then my custom diagnosis will pop up and reveal the relationship issue. After that, it'll give you the tools to change your situation starting today, right away, right now. So stop arguing over the same things. Get your relationship back to that healthy and happy place you want it and love being with your partner again. Yes, it can happen. Here's the coolest part. It's free. And like I said earlier, it's only six super easy questions. So all you have to do is go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my messenger and it'll take you right to the quiz. If you have questions, simply ask me on Messenger and I'll personally answer. In fact, I would love to hear your feedback. So once again, just go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my Messenger. That's it. I look forward to connecting with you. Welcome back, you guys. So now, as I promised, we are going to jump in to learning from Nikki what we can do to regain our control of our, get control of our hormones that we are, that fog is lifted, our mental fog is lifted, and we can start getting off that extra little tire that seems to be glued to us. Um, and so, yeah, Nikki, tell us, tell us some things that we, some specific things that, that people can do starting today to help them get that control back. Okay. So the first thing to do is stop dieting, right? Dieting is stressful for the body. So we don't want any more diets, deprivation, low calorie, low fat, all of that stuff, because your hormones, what they need, forget the calorie model. They need nutrients, right? Cal okay. Nutrients are so much more important. So they, you want to be eating foods that send a message to your body to burn fat and not store it. Okay. So these foods are things like low glycemic load foods. So no, low sugar foods. So Lots and lots of 
uh, low sugar fruit, vegetables, your whole grains, your beans, your pulses, your meat, your eggs, your protein, that sort of stuff. Okay. So very, very, very important as well to eat organic because of the, you don't want the pesticides. Pesticides go and disrupt your hormones. So we're looking at supporting your hormones in every way. So um, ditch, ditching the sugar, okay, as much as possible because that then balances your blood sugar, which then helps your hormones. We're looking at vegetables as, you know, really as half of your plate. So looking at your plate and going, it's my plate, you know, half full of vegetables and as many colors and varieties as possible because those are your nutrients that then feed into your hormones and they're really, really important. And the most important vegetables in my mind are the cruciferous vegetables. Now they are a group of veg that are, uh, super helpful for your hormones, especially your estrogen, which is the one that fluctuates so much in perimenopause because they contain a, a, a something called indole-3-carbon on it helps to metabolize and eliminate excess estrogen and really balance it out. So uh, we're looking at the vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, collard greens, kale, rocket, woodgrass, Brussels sprouts, those sorts of vegetables. There's a whole list if you Google them. They are super helpful for your liver to get rid of that excess estrogen, okay? Um, and then we're looking at lots of fiber because we want everything to go through. Um, we're looking at really good healthy fats. Now, this, we've been indoctrinated with the whole low-fat thing for so many years, and it's not helped our hormones whatsoever. So we were looking at good fats, yeah, avocados, nuts, seeds, olives, you know, oily fish, all of that stuff, because that not only helps to keep you full, so you don't want to keep snacking and raising all that insulin and blood sugar, but um, it really, really helps your hormones. So uh, hormones are made from cholesterol, so we, we need lots of good fats. So, so stay away from those low-fat um, foods. Interesting. So all the, you know, it's interesting to hear you say, um, you know, make sure that it's the organic. I didn't real. I do eat organic, but I didn't realize the effect that it has on hormones. So that's interesting to hear. And okay. So the liver, you talked about the liver. What about taking, um, like, oh gosh, what is it called? There's a, there's a vitamin that I take and it's supposed to help clean out your liver. Mm -hmm. uh, rose, what is it? So you're thinking about milk thistle or something like that, like a no, herb? Yeah. Yes, thank you. So um, are those beneficial too, or do they not make that much of a difference? Um, yeah, any kind of herbs that support your liver, so your bitter foods, your artichokes, your dandelions, those sorts of things that help the liver. Um, you can get lots of liver supporting supplements as well, because as we do, as we get older, our liver does get um, backed up and it's, you know, it's got a lot of toxins to deal with. If you drink alcohol, it's got that to deal with. If you have medications, it's got that to deal with. And then just all the you know pollution and all the stuff in the air. We've got a lot of stuff that we have to, the liver has to deal with every day. And as we get older, it gets less effective at doing that. So we do need to support the liver. And um, those cruciferous vegetables will do that. Um, and then you you know you've got a you've got lots of herbs that, and supplements that do that. And you know specific formulas. Um, I like milk thistle a lot. That's a that's a really good one too. So and drinking lots of water. We forget to drink water a lot of the time. We're on the go a lot and filtered waters particularly. So um, you don't want to be drinking loads of tap water because you just don't know what's in that. And the liver then has to deal with whatever's in that. So it's not going to help you get um, the most hydration. So basically, you know, be, eat as cleanly as you can, have the best high quality water that you can and do it, you know, maybe try to refrain some of, from some of the alcohol. Although I do strongly feel that wine <laughs> red wine is, is a little bit good for you, don't you think? 
I love, I'm a massive red wine fan. So. <laughs> I think there's some my, balance my on here. Big confession, yeah. Um, I'm okay. certainly not one of those perfect. And I will tell you all. I did see her drink some wine, <laughs> so, yeah. so there we go. Okay, yeah. so let's talk, let's talk about fitness, Nikki. You said don't work out too hard. So this has my. I'm so curious about this. So tell me about this. Yeah. So we're told, you know, the more you move, uh, that you know, eat less, move more. Yeah, that's been the message for so long. Mm -hmm. Um. But what that can do is really, really stress your body out. Now, I talked about stress before on your cortisol. Now, when you exercise really, really hard and you just don't have the energy reserves for that or you're exercising um, in the wrong way, uh, then that can raise cortisol in the body and that just adds to the whole stress. So, I mean, especially if you're already stressed, you know, with your job or your family or your circumstances or whatever. So, you know, I get people that, you know, have a really stressful job and then they come home and they go for a, a long, you know, 10 mile run uh, or they're training for a marathon when they've got a really stressful life. That is not going to serve your body um, for most people. I'm not, I'm generalizing, you know, I don't want to generalize, but uh, for most people that's not going to, and, and for women over 40, that definitely doesn't help because that, that extra cortisol it's not going to help. It suppresses all your other good hormones. So you want to be careful when you're exercising that you get the balance right. It's the whole Goldilocks thing. Not too much, not too little. Uh, you definitely need to move. But one of the most important things is actually um, not, it's actually not sort of activity. It's more kind of movement. So not sitting for too long, so getting up, taking breaks, like taking the escalator instead of the uh, I mean, the stairs instead of the escalator. I got that wrong. Um, and just moving more. So getting into the, the habit of just uh, of moving more and sitting in one place less. And that is actually, that burns up huge amounts of calories, even on its own. So um, you can have a mixture of uh, exercise, official, you know, um, official exercise, and then these, this movement, this general movement, the steps and the walking um, is really, really good. So something, these, these things don't raise your cortisol too much. So I, I really like walking. I love, you know, light jogging. I like um, high intensity exercise. It's great if you've got some fat to burn because it doesn't take very long and it really, really ramps up the fat burning hormones. Um, so that's, you know, short bursts of exercise, but really full on and then resting. Um, and then of course my favorite exercise, exercise uh, for hormones is yoga and Pilates because you were well, particularly yoga because you get, yoga ticks all the boxes for me for hormones because you're getting strength, flexibility, um, relaxation is doing wonders for your stress levels. Um, and you're getting that breathing as well, which we forget, you know, when we're stressed and we're busy, we forget to breathe properly. And then yoga brings that back to us so that we're breathing properly. That's so well said. Yes, I agree. And I, that's one thing I'm going to start working on more is yoga. That's, that's on my to-do list. I keep saying it and I'm going to make that happen. And that's interesting to hear you reaffirm that fact. So Nikki, this is, been so helpful and I absolutely I know my audience got so much out of it because you just said it so simply and eloquently and these are actionable steps that at least for me a lot of it I did not know so I so appreciate you being here with us and I know you have to go out and get a beautiful dress for a gala that you're going to tonight <laughs> so I'm very excited for you but before you go Nikki I know some people want extra help with this so where can they go to learn more about you and take take advantage of some of the things that you teach? Yeah, honestly, this is such a short time to kind of get over the, so many things you can do for your hormones. So if you go to my website, it's happyhormonesforlife, F-O-R for life.com. 
And if you go there and click on any part of it, you can go to free-guide um, or any part of the website will take you there if you click on any of the links. Um, you'll get a free hormone balancing guide and it's a quite a long presentation on lots of, of all these things that I've talked about um, in much more depth. So you'll get a lot more tips, a lot more advice on how to really regain control because that's what we, we want. We, wanna, we want control on our bodies and not feel like they're just kind of going their own way and we're out of control. Awesome. Thank you. And as always, it will be on my website. If you just go to midoriverity.com forward slash show and find Nikki's episode, all that information will be there for you. But Nikki, it's been a joy to have you and to meet you. And thank you so much. Next week, we are going to have another fabulous guest. His name is Justin Peck. He is the author of Bulletproof, and this guy is amazing. He is an extreme sport, adrenaline rush, addict, expert, craziness, but the real story is about how he has, since he was, I believe was 13 years old, been suffering through mental health disorders, while despite everything else that he does, and he's really persevered. So we're going to be learning about that. That is going to be an incredibly inspirational episode. So come back. I look forward to hearing from you guys. And as always, I always remind you the gratitude attitude. Remember to say something kind and wonderful and what you appreciate to at least one person every single day. Hopefully it's your partner and your children. And just let them know how much you love them and you appreciate them. Until next time, I hope that you will follow us at, on Facebook at Me Dory Verity, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Kick-Ass Relationship Show with Midori Verity. We hope you've enjoyed the show and want to share the love by passing on our web address, midoriverity.com forward slash show to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous shows. This has been a Midori Verity International Production. Join us next time on the Kick-Ass Relationship Show to add passion and fun to enjoy the most extraordinary relationship and life.